I've been working on this episode for a while, just kind of compiling some things. Um, this one is about uh, life lessons that I find that people learn too late. Um, one thing I like to do is I like to ask people, um, especially ones who are older than me, um, what their biggest life regret is or the biggest lesson that they've learned in life, kind of things like that. Um, and I, I, I glean from it. And so pretty much what this episode is, it's a compilation of the top 10 um, answers that I get. Um, and people will say it in different ways. Um, but anyway, here's the top 10 that I've compiled. Um, and I'll probably do some more of these. I don't know. Uh, let me let you guys let me know if you guys you know if this guy if this helps you guys. Okay, so this is in no particular order, by the way. All right. Um, number one, uh, everything in life is for a season. Every single thing, and what you have to understand is what you might be going through now doesn't mean that it's going to. Um, that's going to stay going on forever. So that's what you have to understand. You can't just assume, oh, well, that's it. Like, I'm in this, I'm in this spot now. I can't find anyone to date now. Um, you know, I can't find a job now. Everything is, everything is for a season. Um, that's, uh, and by the way, this, this is a biblical principle. Um, it's preached in Ecclesiastes 3. Um, to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. Um, the whole point is, it goes on. It goes on for a few more verses. Um, but that's that's the whole point. That's the whole point. Everything there's a season. So, the people in your life right now, um, you might have friends right now. They're not going to be there forever. Okay, and it doesn't it doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make them a bad person. Um, but you shouldn't be with the same people all the time forever. No, it's it's a very special thing to have lifelong friends. That's 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 true. Um, but that's probably not going to be the case. You're going to move. You're going to get older. Um, you're going to have a different career than your other friends. You're going to meet new people. Um, you're going to get married, and that and your spouse is going to. They're gonna have friends, and so you're gonna you're gonna connect with them. So that's really how it is. Um, everything is for a season, so just remember that. Number two, uh, your potential decreases as you age. Um, when you're born, um, well, let me start with this. Every single person has a certain amount of allotted time to them. You don't know how much time it has. You don't know if it's for days, for weeks, for months, for years, for decades, you have no idea how long you're going to be on this earth. You have no idea how long you're going to be alive. So once 
uh, conception happens, the clock starts. The clock and, and the timer ticks down. And only God knows how much time you're going to have. So as you get older, um, you're, you're, you're going to lose. People will say that your potential increases as you get older, but that's just stupid because that's not the way time works. Um, as you get older, you will learn other things. Um, but time is your most important resource. And so the less time you have, the less potential you have. That's just what happens. Um, because what happens is as you age, you start going down a specific path. You might, it might be customer service. It might be college. It might be going to a trade school. It might be, um, being a singer. It might be being in a band. It might be being an artist. Um, but the point is at some point in your life, you're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to zero in on something. I don't know what that thing is, but you're going to zero in on that thing. So, um, in the beginning, you know, when you're young, it's like, oh, I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. All of those things come into your mind. But as you age, um, you slowly start to let, okay, well, these are my skills. This is what I'm good at. Um, this is what I, you know, I can't be in the NBA because I'm only five, nine. Um, you know, I'll never be a superhero because I don't have any superpowers. Um, so you're slowly, that's going to slowly cut away and your, your path is going to become more and more clear. Um, but anyway, your potential decreases as you age. So, um, remember that time is very, very valuable. Okay. Three, if you want an exceptional life, you have to do exceptional things. Um, you hear it all the time. Um, don't follow the 99%. You have to, if you want something different than what everyone else have, what everyone else has, you have to do something different than what everyone else has done. Okay. You can't do no one, no one changed the world working a nine to five. They had to do, now they might have had a 9 to 5 while they were working on something else. But most people have a 9 to 5 and they just do that for 40, 50 years and then they retire and then they, they live the end of their, they, they, they live the end of their life and then they die. You go to school, you go to work, retire, you die. That's, that's the vast majority of people. If you want to do something exceptional, you have to do something exceptional. You can't do what everyone else does. You can't go the same way everyone else goes. That's just that's just how things work. If you want to be different, you have to do differently. Okay, if someone, you know, if you're trying to be if you're trying to be, I don't know, let's say you're trying to be the best, the greatest bodybuilder ever, okay, and you only go to the bodybuilders, first of all, they're very serious at their craft, and they care a lot about what they eat, how much, what they're lifting, what they're doing, how they're sleeping, they take, it's very, very precise, because bodybuilding is a very, very precise um, um, concept, so you can't 
possibly want to be the best bodybuilder in the world and only go to the gym once a month. It's not going to happen. You can't go in there twice a month. You can't go in there once a week. You can't become the greatest bodybuilder by eating what everyone else eats. You can't go by eating... You can't become the greatest bodybuilder by by eating Big Macs. You can't do it by, you know, you know, just eating eating small salads. You have to take in more. You have to do more than what the uh, than what the average person does. You have to eat way more calories. If you look at people like Brian Shaw or uh Robert Oberst, these 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 men are giants. They're huge. Just look at what they eat in a day. They have to eat way more than you and I will ever eat in a week. So, and again, well, that's that's a, that's a little exaggeration, but you understand the point. If you want to do something, if you want to be exceptional, if you want to have an exceptional life, you have to do exceptional things. If you want to play, if you want to be the best pianist, you have to play the piano a lot. You have to practice it. You have to do what others do. Most people don't don't play the piano. You can't play the piano 30 minutes a month. You can't play the, the piano 30 minutes a week. That has to be your craft. That has to be what you do very, 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 very well. And you have to put your time and effort in. You have to separate yourself from the pack. Uh, I'm gonna. I'll say this, and then I'll move on to the next one. Kobe talked all the time about his work ethic. Um, Kobe had tremendous work ethic. Um, that's kind of you know the Mamba mentality, just how hard he worked and how mentally strong he was. Um, he would talk about you know practicing, and he's like, okay, if you and I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the exact words. But he's like, okay, if you practice, you know, say you practice from. 8 to 10. And then you go home, you shower, you eat, you relax, and then you're back out, you know, say 5 to 7. And then you do that again, and then you go to sleep. He's like, just imagine what you do if you wake up at 4. If you wake up, if say you wake up at 4, and then you go 6 to 8, you shower, you 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 relax, you eat, and then you're back in the gym at 10, 10 to 12. You go back, you go home, you shower, you eat, you relax. Then you're back in the gym at 3, and you're there from 3 to 5. Then you sleep, you eat, you relax. Then you go back in, say 7 or 8 to 10. Or say seven to nine. You have done two more practices than everyone else. And Kobe talked about, he said, that growth is just exponential. And at some point, no matter how much, how many times someone practices twice a day, they will never surpass you because they do two, you do four. They do four, you've done eight. You're, you're, you're way past the competition. So that's the point. If you want to be exceptional, you have to do exceptional things. You can't aim to be extraordinarily. You can't aim to be extraordinary and be ordinary. You can't do that. You have to be, 
in order for extraordinary, you have to be ordinary and you have to add extra. You have to do, you have to do extra work on top of doing what everyone else does. You have to do the basics. You have to lay the foundation and then you have to build on top of that. And that is what will make you exceptional. Four, uh, don't live for other people. Um, this is very, very important. Um, and it's, it's something that I learned. Um, you shouldn't, again, you only have one life on this earth. You have no idea how much time you have. You don't know when the sand is going to finish falling through, the, through your own hourglass. You have no idea. And so you, with you only having one life, why would you care about what someone else thinks? Why would you care about someone else's opinion? Your parents say, oh, well, you're, you're going to go to college and you're going to be, you're going to be a doctor. Maybe you don't, maybe you don't want to be a doctor. They may want you to be, a, if, if they're like, okay, you, you know, it's okay to say, well, then you go be a doctor. I, I, I don't want to do that. I only have, I only, you have one shot in life. Let's go, let's go see what happens. Let me, let me put my best foot forward and don't care about what, what other people think. Because remember, I say this a lot. People don't think about you as much as they, as you think that they do. They just don't. Most people are self-centered. Most people think, I, 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 me, 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 my, my, my. What am I going to do today? What am I going to eat? What am I going to take a shower? When am I going to marry someone? What do I feel like doing today? Who do I want to hang out with? It's 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 mostly self-centered. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's just how people are. So as you're living, you have to understand that people don't care about you as much as you think that they do. They just don't. It doesn't make them bad. That's just how people are. So just understand that. Um, living for other people... You're really, you're going to become a people pleaser and you're going to, you're really going to overextend yourself. You're going to be, you're going to be tired. You're going to be weary. You're going to be like, gosh, this is what I really want to do. But you know, I want to make this person happy. Don't worry about that. Do not worry about that. All right. Five, uh, watch the company you keep. This is tremendously important. Um, who you hang out with the most says a lot about you. If you, and again, you, you, and this is, this is something that all parents teach their kids, and it's a very good lesson that parents teach their kids. Who you hang out with matters. Who you associate with matters. Okay, so again, I'm not trying to be, I'm not getting political here, but look at Breonna Taylor. People looked at Breonna Taylor and said, oh my God, how tragic is this? This is so sad. This is so unfortunate. She was, she was just, just minding her own business. Breonna Taylor. And it is, is her death tragic? Yes, it is. I've been very clear about that. I've written on this. But Breonna Taylor was hanging out with a drug dealer. She was hanging out with a criminal. She was hanging out with someone who she had no business 
being with. Pretty girl. She could have dated other other guys. It's just like, no, but she picked the wrong person and she allowed him to use her address. She allowed him to use her car. And her mistakes and her bad association, it contributed into her losing her life. Be careful who you hang around. Do you want to be great? Do you want to be exceptional? Hang around exceptional people. Again, people, you know, you hear the, you hear the phrase all the time, misery loves company. People who are miserable hang around each other. It's like they just feed off each other's misery. Great people hang around other great people. You, if you, if you hang around something long enough, you'll eventually become that. If you want to be, you know, you want to be someone who, who drinks and parties and does that, that's your business. Just hang around those people and you, you too will do that. It's hard to hang around people who drink all the time or a lot and you never start to participate in their activities. You hang around people who do drugs, eventually you're going to do it yourself. If you hang out with people who exercise, go on hikes, go play basketball, go to the beach, and they, they move their bodies, you're probably going, and you're hanging around that, those people, you're going to do those same things. Hey, we're all, go, hey, we're all uh, meeting up this Saturday and we're going to go on a hike. That's Because that's what the group does, and you're part of the group, that's what you're going to be doing. So you want to watch the company that you keep. And again, in Breonna Taylor's case, it's, it's, that's an extreme, but it still is important. Hanging around with the wrong crowd could cost your life. Hanging around the right crowd could tremendously boost your life. You can meet someone through, through a friend group and doors are just open up for you. That's really just how it is. All right. Six. Um, anything can be a vice. Um, some, and this, this is one thing that I, that I've learned, uh, going through my own addiction. Um, there are some people who their vice is, I'll, I'll just use, I'll just use mine. Okay. My, a huge crutch of mine was porn. As you guys know, I was stuck on it for many, many years, seven years. And it was long and it was hard and it was arduous. But I eventually overcame that. But there are other people who they can watch porn and they're not really addicted to it. There's people who are okay with drinking alcohol and they're fine. There are other people who drink alcohol and it's their crutch. They need it. There are people who rely on food. There are people who rely on, there are people who are addicted to exercising. There are people who are addicted to, um, who are addicted to, uh, eating salads, whatever. And the point is anything can be a vice. So you might look at it and be like, oh, that's, that's not good. Now, now objectively there is good and bad. We know this. There is right and wrong. There is good and evil. But some people are able to be okay participating in one activity and they're not going to go down the rabbit hole. Others will. That's just a part of life. 
Um, some of it's genetic, like, you know, when it comes to alcohol, they'll say, okay, well, you know, my, you know, my dad was an alcoholic and that could very easily, you know, be like, okay, well, alcoholism is in the family. So you might want to stay away from alcohol. Just something that you guys want to keep in mind that anything can be a vice. Okay. Seven, um, time is your most valuable asset. Don't waste it. Um, this is very, very important to understand. Again, you only have so much time in your life and you have no idea when your time is up. So as you're going through life, as you are progressing through things, understand that the clock continues to tick. Sleeping, eating, working out, going to work, driving, listening to music. Me right now as I'm doing my podcast, the clock is ticking. So what you want to do, you want to you want to be a better time, you want to be better at time management. Those, you know, eight hours, those seven hours that you spend, you know, you know, scrolling through social media and liking. That's seven hours, seven hours of your life gone. Now, again, if that's what you want to do, that's your business. But what you, what, what, what time you invest in one thing is time away from other things. So you have to be mindful and say, okay, well, what do I want to do? How do I, how can I maximize my efficiency? How can I maximize my day? How can I maximize my productivity? Or if you don't want to do that and you just be like, you know what? I, I don't really care. I just want to eat, sleep, drink, uh, uh, be entertained and have sex. If that's the life you want, okay. It's going to be, you're going to, you're going to have a very, very shallow life. Very shallow. And you'll be forgotten very easily. Don't waste your time. If you're, you, sh- you should never have. This happens a lot as kids, but as you get older, um, especially um, once you're like in hi- around high school age, you should never be bored another day in your life. There, there should never be a time where you're bored. Now, it's one thing if you're at work and you're like, oh, God, I'm just kind of standing here, and I, but I'm, I, you know, I'm working. That's one thing. Okay, but I'm saying when you're like at home, or you're just, you know, you're out with, you're out, you're outside. You're like, man, I'm bored. Find something to do. Because you don't want, you don't want to be bored because that's just time taken away and you're not doing anything. And you're like, mm, well, this sucks. Don't waste your time. Value it. Take care of it. Invest it carefully. What do I want to do today? What do I want to get done today? And get those things done. All right, um, let's see. Uh, Number eight, you are the master of your own destiny. Personal responsibility is something that's not being taught as much. And in many cases, it's being thrown out the window. So what you have is you have a lot of people saying, oh, well, again, with like critical race theory and things like that. Oh, well, you know, you're, 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 you're black. So the system is against you. You'll never be a success. You'll never succeed. 
Um, you can't do anything on your own. You need a handout. You need help. Um, you're not smart enough. You're not bright enough. You don't have enough drive in you. Whatever. But that's not true. I don't care what your race is, what your gender is. This is something that's 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 even biblical. Um, and let me say this. Ultimately, God knows what's going to happen to you. Ultimately, um, God knows what the end is going to be for you. But we do still have free will. Because remember, God exists outside of time. So everything is already finished for him. It's kind of like... In, and this is kind of the best analogy I can give. But it's kind of like there's a movie going on right now. And it's just... It's just the play button is just being pushed. The movie has already started and it's already it's already been over. But you and I still have free will. I can still make choices in my own life. What do I want to do? Do I want to go to the gym today? Do I not want to go to the gym today? Do I want to call out of work? Do I want to go into work? You are the master of your own destiny. Life is 10% of what happens to you and it's 90% of what you make of it. Now it is true. Some people are dealt better hands in life. Life's not fair. Some people are just going to be born into richer families. Some people are going to be born without diseases. Some people are going to be born with better looks. Nothing you can do about it. But you do have to understand, okay, this is the hand that I'm dealt. What am I going to do with it? And these lessons tie into each other because... If you sit there and like, oh my God, uh, uh, well, well, my, my, my dad, my dad left me, uh, my mother abused me, um, I was bullied. Okay, no, again, those things are sad and they are unfortunate. But what does complaining do? You're sitting, you're sitting there and the sand is still falling through your hourglass. Oh man, it's it's just no fair. I mean, I mean, I, I I didn't get the job because because well, oh it's be, well it's because I'm a woman. It's 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 because I'm it's because I'm a person of color. It's 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 because well, you know I um, you know it just you know it life life just isn't fair. It's because I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. It's because I had no dad. It's because I had no mom. It's because my parents fought all the time. Meanwhile, the sand is just falling through the hourglass. Complaining doesn't do anything. I tell customers that all the time. I say, you know, I'm wonderful. And they're like, the reason, one of the reasons that people say that they come through my line is because they're like, you know, you're never upset. You're never sad. You're never miserable. You never look like you want to die. And it's like, man, you're, you, you never have a complaint. And I say, well, 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 what? and I tell people, you know, what does complaining do? Complaining has not solved anything because you can look at a problem and complain about it. But the only thing to, that fixes the problem is a solution. Oh, well, my, 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 my car, my car broke down. My, my car is having trouble starting. Okay, well, I can talk about my car having car trouble, or I can take it in to get it fixed, or I could get a new car. It's solutions that matter. It's not, it's not the words talking about the issue. That's what you need to understand. You are the master of your own destiny.
You're in charge. It's 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 up to you. In the in the book of Deuteronomy 30:19, Deuteronomy 30 chapter 9 chapter 30 verse 19, excuse me. Um there's a scripture where it's like where Moses is telling the he's telling the Israelites um he's God is kind of like speaking through him and he's saying um today you have an option. You can choose life or you can choose death. You can choose blessings, you can choose cursings. The choice is yours. What do you want to do? There is no such thing as I don't there is no such thing as fate. It's like this is this is pre this is predestined and, and there's nothing you can do about it. That's not true. That is not true. You are the master of your own destiny. You can pick, you can choose what happens to you. There's some things that are out of your control. The family you're born to, born into, nothing you can do about that. Your siblings, nothing you can do about that. Where you live, where the, the house you're born into, not on you. Who you marry, that's on you. Who you have kids with, that's on you. Where you end up living, that's on you. Yeah, your 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 yeah, maybe your maybe your mom was was a heroin addict. That doesn't mean you have to be. She's a heroin addict. That's a shame. That's it, that's out of your control. There's nothing you could do about that. But you, you don't have to do heroin. You don't have to do cocaine. You don't have to do any drugs. You don't have to do any alcohol. The choice is yours. Number nine. Um, don't put so much weight on other on others' opinions. Um, this ties in to number four. Um, you don't want to put so much weight on other people's opinions. Now, do other people's opinions matter? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, yes. Um, one thing that I learned, that I learned from this is when I'm doing it, you guys will, some of you guys will respond to me and you'll say, okay, well, there's this point and there's this point. I will learn from you guys. And a, a most of the people that I talk to that correspond with me uh, are considered, you know, friends, you know, fans, things like that. But there are people who do email me and you're like, okay, you got this wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. Um, and there's some people where it's like, okay, you're totally taking, mischaracterizing what I'm saying and I'm not listening to you. But there are times where I'll receive emails and it's like, hmm, I see. That is a point that I didn't bring up. I did misspeak here. So other people's opinions can matter. But they shouldn't. They shouldn't matter that much to you. Oh gosh, what if what if what if what if what if that girl rejects me? Okay, then then she rejects you. I mean, if she if she wants to re reject you, that's that's her business. But you should still do it. You shouldn't be afraid of the rejection because it's like, oh God, me me being rejected, that like that's it. Gosh, I, I, I really that promotion, I, I could really I think I I think I could do a pretty good job at that. And there's more money, I could be living better, um, I could be in a better situation, I could get my own place. That'd be really great. Uh but I don't uh I, I just don't know if I can do it. I'm concerned. I'm nervous. I, I don't meet all 10 qualifications. 
that's all right. Go for it. Go for the job. Apply for that job. Ask that girl out. Tell that guy that you're interested. Go on that date. Shoot your shot. Go out for the team. Do something different. Get out of your comfort zone. And people judge you. So what? Let me let me let me let me ask you this. And th- this this will tremendously help you, I believe. Let's say you're walking down the street. You're walking down the street and you see um uh, let's let's say you're trying to f- figure out which restaurant you're going into. Let's say there's um We'll keep it simple. McDonald's, El Pollo Loco, Chick-fil-A, and um, Burger King. Okay? You have those options, and you go into Chipotle. Well, not Chipotle, but Chick-fil-A. Excuse me. And then someone else is walking up. Someone else is like, why are they going there? There's McDonald's over there. There's... They have other, there's Burger King. Burger King was closer. Does that, does that affect, does that affect your food? Does that affect you in any way at all? What someone else is thinking? Why, why, why they make that decision? That doesn't, that doesn't affect you at all. Quit caring about what other people think about you. I'm telling, I'm telling you, your life, your life will improve tremendously when you stop caring about what others think of what others think of you. It's very, very, it's very, very true. When you stop caring about what other people think, your the quality of life will improve. You will accomplish more things because you'll be less afraid. Uh, you'll have less fear. This they're thinking of starting a business. What? What? What are they crazy? COVID. I was talking to this lady the other day. It was it was a tremendous story. Um, but she owns uh, she owns a bakery, and she was planning to open it uh, in in uh, March of last year. And this was before she even knew COVID. We knew COVID would be a thing, and she was like, "This was a launch date." And then a little bit later, COVID hit. And this and she's not running this place out of her home. She's running this this thing like she, like an actual place, like an actual business, like an actual site. You know, brick and mortar, folks. And so I was like, "Wow, like that's crazy." And she's like, "She's like, it was stressful, it was hard, it was tough, but I'm still here, and and we're making it." And I was like, "Is business good?" She's like, "Business is good." And I was just like, "Wow, like what a story." Do you, I, I can't I can't even imagine I can't even imagine opening a business and then two weeks later you like it's like you have to close or your your to, your entire business plan is thrown out the window because of COVID, something that's completely out of your control. She had doubters. She had fears, she had concerns. She still did it, and she's still here. What a story that is. So folks, don't don't care so much about what others think about think about you and think about what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, they don't matter. 
They don't matter. Number 10. This might be the biggest one. Be grateful for the little things. I'm not someone who complains. I don't. What I want you to do every single morning is I want you to take stock of what you have. I mean, like everything. Like, like count, like when you, when you get up, start realizing, okay, well, what's working? Okay. My eyes opened. I can see. That's one thing. I'm, a, I'm, I'm alive. That's two. I can feel, I can feel, I know where I am. That's three. I know who I am. That's four. You're not even out of bed yet. That's four things that you can be grateful for. You sit up straight. Okay, I, I'm able to sit up. That's five. I'm able to get out of bed. That's six. I'm able to walk to the restroom. That's seven. I'm able to sit down on my own. I'm able to wash my hands. I'm able to put my own clothes on. I'm able to figure out what I want to eat and I can put together what I want to eat. I'm able to do this. I'm able to go here. When you start counting the small things, you'll realize how amazing your life is. Be grateful for the small things. Because it's the, it's the small things that will transform your thinking. When you take, when you focus on the small things, the things that you do have, you may not have everything you want. I don't have everything that I want. I wish I had my own place in a red state right now and I could do this full time. I wish I could do podcasting full time and make seven, eight figures from doing seven or eight figures from doing this. I would love that. I'm not there yet, but there is a lot that, you know, that I'm grateful for. I have a family that loves me. We have heat. We have so, we have our own beds. We have food that we can, we have, we have fridge that we can go into any time. We have a security system. We all have cars, cars that work. We're all working. There's so many things that you can be grateful for. Just small things. Because remember, someone is always going to have it worse than you. Man, I, man, I sure am tired of standing today at my job. Some people don't have legs. Some people would give anything to have their own legs. Some people, some people can't afford prosthetics. And those who can't afford prosthetics, they would probably rather have their own legs than, than, than prosthetic legs. Man, my job sucks. You have a job. Be grateful you have a job. Man, my, my, my mattress is just, it's rough, it's lumpy. At least you have a mattress. You could be sleeping on the ground. Outside. Under a tent. With no shoes. Man, I wish I had the PS5. At least you have a place to, at least you have a place to put the PS5 if you were to have it. Someone always has it worse. Man, I would, I would kill for some flame mignon right now. There's that homeless guy right now who's just digging through the trash can right now. And man, is, are there like a few fries in here? And I'm, I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm not trying to make fun of homeless people. I'm just saying. 
Be grateful for the small things and your life will instantly improve. You'll realize how blessed you are. You'll realize how amazing your life really is. Man, my dad, uh, he, he, he left our family. At least you know who your dad is. There's some people who don't, who wish they knew who their dad was and they have no idea. So just be grateful, folks. Be grateful for the small things. Um, those are huge lessons. So I'm going to go through the 10 again and then I'm going to close. One, everything is for a season. Two, your potential decreases as you age. Three, if you want an exceptional life, you have to do exceptional things. Four, don't live for other people. Five, watch the company you keep. Six, anything can be a vice. Seven, time is your most valuable asset. Don't waste it. Eight, you are the master of your own destiny. Nine, don't put so much weight on others' opinions. And ten, be grateful for the little things.